Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Okay, yes, uh, let's get across to the sports desk. Uh, just saw a glimpse of uh, Richie Barnett in studio up there in Auckland, so I imagine he's part of staff show this afternoon. That's something to look forward to. Uh, plenty of uh, plenty of league talk and some other stuff as well. But, uh, Louis, let's uh, get across to you for the sports desk, and you've got an interesting story about one of the best-known franchises in the history of world sport. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, if you were going to guess, you'd probably guess United. You'd guess the Lakers. How many other teams would you say before you came up with the Yankees? Bugger all, really. All all Blacks, the All Blacks maybe, but I'd probably, that's down here, our our point of view from down here. If you were in America, I mean, (laughs) Yankees all over. I mean... You'd probably say the San Francisco Unicorns. Um, but the Yankees uh, yep. beca- <laughs> have become the 13th MLB team to add a jersey sponsor to their roster. So, obviously, sports marketing um, purses have tightened during inflation and post-COVID recessions. So, they've been looking at this very seriously. The Yankees are putting star insurance logos on the sleeves of their jerseys. So, obviously, when you're swinging a baseball bat, you've got your left arm if you're a right-hander forward, and if you're pitching, much the same. So, it's right there in shot, and they've got it on the sleeve there to become the 13th team in the MLB to do it. The deal is worth $25 million per year. Apparently, there were higher offers, but they didn't feel like they were a fit. And I can imagine it would have been DraftKings or one of those, you know, casino um, sports betting agencies. I'm sure there would have been plenty of offers. So they've gone with Star Insurance. It's a very bland logo. But it's created a little bit of angst, Smithy, because this is the same team, of course, that don't let players have facial hair. Uh, that run a very strict clubhouse, that have tried to uphold and try to be the real bastion of uh, baseball in the northeast up there in America, of course. That's really the hub, the home of baseball. It's it's where the traditions and it's really where they care about it, especially in New York. So the Yankees have been very much that bastion for a long period of time. And now for them to reach, and look, let's be honest, the Yankees, they will be making more of a profit than a lot of the other MLB teams. Um, they do spend a lot. They spend a huge amount on player salary. But was $25 million a year really going to make enough difference to, to taint one of your jerseys, to taint your famous pinstripes? What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure that's a, that big a issue, actually, to be fair. And that's not a very big amount of money, is it? $25 million? No. I would have thought squeaks. that's... It's That's um, change pocket stuff uh, in terms of a Yankees franchise. To, to actually break down a, a barrier uh, and have your logo on, a, on an actual Yankees uniform for $25 million in America, I mean, people pay as much as that for a, a minute and a half... At, advertisement in the Super Bowl, for God's sake. And this, this thing's on there full-time, three and a half hours every game. Staggering. I find that absolutely staggering. I totally agree. I reckon Hutchie would have traded Beaver's salary to get SENZ logo on the uh, Yankees pinstripe, to be perfectly honest. I think that's bargain buying. So, yeah, I was a bit surprised by that. Hey, um, Smithy, in the county cricket, which we're keeping a close eye on, there was an incredible, incredible knock by an Australian overnight. Um, I I won't even let you guess because you're not going to get who it was. You will not even guess which Australian has scored 176 not 
from 202 bulls coming in when his team was about 90 for seven, getting them to four over 400. He's an Ashes bolter, they reckon, for maybe one of the last two tests. It's Michael Nisa for Glen Morgan. Now, Michael Nisa is a hell of a cricketer. Um, he's more known as a hell of a bowler. In fact, he was uh, added into the Australian squad, um, and he's, uh, they made sure he was playing county cricket, so if needed, they would have him to, to be uh, called upon. Uh, available and having played cricket recently under his belt. So um, he would be almost a starter in, in any cricket team that I was picking. I, I think he's terrific. I saw him in action against uh, the West Indies last year in Adelaide and he was a match turner uh, there along with Scotty Boland. I mean, they're so well equipped, Australia, um, that in particularly in Australian conditions. Uh, he's got a bit of zip. But I didn't know too much about his batting prowess. Uh, but that's a hell of a knock. 176 coming in at number nine um, in first-class cricket. I, I think it's sensational, absolutely sensational. There was some serious green tinge to the wicket as well. Like, they were running through them. It wasn't necessarily a flat deck and they put up, you know, 700 or something and he just got to stay in and bludgeon as much as he wanted. No, no, it was a, a proper knock. Right. So that's that's what's going on there. A couple more for me, Smithy. I'll finish with the all-black South Africa odds because I think we might have changed the market yesterday when we started talking about it. That's what I'm telling myself anyway. But, Brian, do you still have that clip of Svitolina post her match yesterday when she progressed through to the semi-finals. Is that somewhere... You give me a thumbs up if you got that, Bri? Yep, you do. Right, well, I reckon we can get behind the Ukrainian um, Svitolina, not not necessarily because of the external um, scenario with Ukraine and Russia. We don't have to get quite into those details. But she seems like an absolute ripping sort. She is a very, very hard case. She had famously in this tournament has had to miss her Harry Styles concert because she's progressed so far. She just, she just only had a baby not too long ago. So she's come back, expectations low. But here she is ripping her way through Wimbledon. So she's missed her Harry Styles concert. So she was doing love hearts to Harry Styles on the camera. And then after winning her quarterfinal, well, this is how she said she'd celebrate. What do you do in the next day and a half to prepare for a Wimbledon semi-final? Well, first of all, I'm going to have a beer, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, your sort of, that's your sort of gal, Smithy. You know, just have a beer, just enjoy the moment. You, you love to see that, don't you? Fancy saying that in front of uh, a bunch of thirsty palms sitting around <laughs> a, a court in Wimbledon. How how um, how easy is it to get a reaction? Is she married to uh, to Gail Monfils? Gail Monfils, uh, one yeah. of French, French tennis's uh, best ever. Uh, so a, a real tennis marriage, right up there with Agassi and Steffi Graf. Um, right up there as a high profile um, marriage in terms of tennis. So there you go. Oh, that's interesting. I, I'd back yep. her to win it. Or, or I'd like her to win it. I really would. Me. Me too. Very quickly, Smithy, just last one before we let you crack on with your, your quiz. Uh, I said we moved the market. Well, we really did. South Africa now $2.70. We've shaved them in a full buck since we first mentioned it yesterday. All Blacks $1.45. The points start now seven and a half. I can see it starting even sh- closer than that. It's still not quite respecting the South African pack, but it's closer than where they started. <laughs> 